Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, congratulations, winners. Also, the V-Team takes a look at an outside threat to nursing homes. And Alabama politics is divided by race. Donner maintenant avec les deux Audi et Simon Gachet qui tente directement vers l'extérieur et derrière ça touche avec Eric Trémoulet. Oh! Not NASCAR. This one. All this and much, much more coming up next on The V. to the voice of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by Susan Britt, research guru extraordinaire, and Josh Moon, columnist and investigative reporter at APR. Welcome. Thank you. Hey, y'all hey doing? Josh. Good. How are you doing? Good. Uh, you know, a lot of bright and sunny day. Pretty bright and sunny day. Well, it has been a long and contentious race and, and will be litigated uh, probably into the next millennium. But uh, we, the Republic will survive, and that's what's important. Uh, it has never been about one man or one woman. It's yeah. all been, always been about the rule of law, the Constitution of the United States, and we, the people. Exactly. So there you go. Uh, we did learn some interesting things out of Alabama's election day. Uh, CBS News did a uh, an exit poll, which was not surprising in many ways. Uh, but Susan, Josh, the one thing that the exit poll showed is that Alabama voters are broken down by race. Shocking? No. But the exit poll proved that the Republican Party is primarily a white party. Mm -hmm. The Democratic Party is primarily a black party, but it goes further into that race is the single most uh, predominant issue in how Alabamians vote. Josh, you wanna weigh in on that? Well, I don't think that that's surprising to a lot of people who live here, um, you know, and I think that uh, some a lot of people over the years have taken um, advantage of some long-held biases in this state to uh, further their political careers and further their themselves personally. And I think that that is reflected long-term uh, here in, in how we behave in this state. Uh, I think that they, a lot of people have preyed upon those racial fears for a long time for a certain advantage. Uh, and, and so you see it, uh, you know, it's, it's an easy button to push in this state and a lot of lazy politicians have pushed it over and over and over again. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it, it was, you know, Susan, uh, white voters overwhelmingly preferred Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Black voters uh, overwhelmingly preferred Joe Biden. I mean, by even larger percentage than whites favored Trump. But there's some interesting things in here. Uh, the women right here, I think that was pretty interesting too. Uh, Trump lost some white women voters in Alabama. But 43 percent, huh? 43 percent. Yeah, uh, came in for him. Uh, while you know, 43 percent of white women voted for Biden. Right. 
which is the t trend that we've seen across the country. Women did not uh, flock to uh, the president and the, the suburban women did not. However, <clears throat> the rural women in Alabama, more rural women, did <clears throat> back Trump. Uh, I also thought that it was interesting uh, that young people, Josh, are uh, preferred Biden, the 18 to 30-somethings, preferred Biden over Trump. Yeah, I, you know, I think all of that holds pretty well with the trend that we've seen for, for a while now. Um, you know, and, and I think that that's probably not just Trump. It's, it's also with, with a lot of, with the Republican Party. Uh, they have a they have a pretty uh, pretty bad problem with young people and with uh, suburban women. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I, I, we'll see if that can grow. I, I know that, that Democrats are, are trying to tap in heavily into that and grow that and expand that, uh, particularly among uh, women, uh, you know, the white women and black women. Uh, you know, I think that they, they found uh, a real knot there. And you see a lot of policies, you know, uh, directed at women and a lot of women uh, in, in, you know, Democrats, uh, the elected officials and running for office and candidates. And so I think that all of those things, when you see all that, um, you know, it, it, it tends to draw in some people to you. And, and you know, the Republican Party should probably take a, a look around at what's happening uh, because I understand it's going pretty well for you in the state of Alabama, but you don't have to go very far outside of the state of Alabama to see where it's going pretty poorly for you. Well, and, and we also know that, you know, young people are, you know, favors socialism, and I was telling Susan earlier today, that's because we, we treat young people like they're tiny children, you know? <laughs> so they, they understand socialism because, you know, the state, mom and dad, give them everything they want and they don't do anything to get it, you know? So, so yeah, uh, Sorry, I, but, uh, I also think that in a lot of cases, uh, you know, younger people have a better understanding of, you know, democratic socialism and they're not scared by it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, well, know, you know, it's, I, I think that's a, that's a big, you know, a scary term for a lot of older people. Well, you know, again, uh, socialism is is uh, not something that's going to take hold in the United States because we are capitalist. <laughs> First, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's not, you know, pure, pure socialism is never going to take hold here, although we do seem no. to enjoy quite a bit of democratic socialism. Yeah, well, we do, you know, our Medicaid, our Medicare, our uh, Social Security, all those things. But, you know, not surprising, again, overwhelmingly Trump voters were uh, non a non-college educated white, mm -hmm. while he did take uh, uh, a percentage, a good percentage of the ones that were had bachelor's degree, right. higher degrees, Susan, just totally wiped out. Yeah, and I have to, I have to wonder in these numbers, I mean, these are exit polls, right? Right. So uh, we had an overwhelming, like nationwide, we had a lot of uh, absentee votes most of which were Democrat. I wonder how much that would have changed some of these numbers had these people actually showed up to the polls. Yeah, I'm not sure, but- I it, don't know, but it's just a question I've had. Well, well it, you it know, was an I, I gotta say, you, you know, really, I think no one re better represents uh, a, a high school educated rural Alabama better than a billionaire from New York City, so. Wow, Ouch. <laughs> I'm telling you, you, you are feeling your oats today, aren't you? Yeah, it's going pretty well, uh, yeah. Well, look, we only got about uh, a minute left. Uh, Mike Hubbard has been transferred to prison. Of course, there was reports that he had been transferred to Draper, 
we had other information that said he had been transferred to kill me. Yes. And the ADOC did not exactly tell it like it The was. ADOC said that he was at he was at Draper. We found out he was at Kilby and turns out he's at Kilby. And Josh, you're gonna love this. They have quarantined him in the infirmary at Kilby, where inmates are telling us that he is lounging around watching TV. It's in the uh, El Chapo cell, I understand. It's yeah. uh, running the whole prison over there. Yeah, it's nice, it's nice. It's a, I'll tell you, know, you it's a real shame. It's a real shame that we've got to rely on prisoners instead of the AD, ADOC to, for information. But the crazy thing is they told us he would get no special preferential treatment. He is. But anyway, that's Alabama. All right, you're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back. for a drive later, maybe. Text some friends while I'm doing it. Scroll through social media. Kill a family four and a half on collision. Cool, man. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Your career isn't a job. It's a journey. Your next job could lead to bigger things, and you're in charge of how fast and how far you want to go. At alabamaworks.com, you can connect with employers and start working right now. Then chart your path forward with training and career planning tools. That next paycheck is great, but it's only the beginning. Start a great success story at alabamaworks.com. You know, this past week over at APR, I reported on a story that I found to be one of the most outrageous mm -hmm. things I have heard during this entire pandemic. As we all know, nursing homes have been hit particularly hard by COVID-19. Right. They have fought back. The federal guidelines for them are very stringent on testing. Uh, they have to test their staff and personnel routinely for COVID-19. Ambulance services, including the American Ambulance Association, who represents a large swath of ambulance services, also here in Alabama, have said that they do not need to be tested to go into nursing home facilities because they're relying on an opinion from CMS that says they don't have to be uh, tested to go into emergency situations. But Susan, there's a big difference between when they go into a nursing home and when they go into an emergency situation. Having had, uh, you know, people in and out of nursing homes, uh, there is a difference. If you've got somebody having a heart attack, that's one thing. 
but these nursing homes depend on ambulance services for things like people who need dialysis, uh, people who need outpatient surgery, people who need doctor's appointments or checkups or whatever. Now that is totally different than an emergency situation. Yeah, in an emergency situation, I'm having a heart attack. I don't care if you've got COVID, but if you're transporting somebody to dialysis and back and you're not tested and you give it to them and then they give it to the rest of the residents, this this is this is no this is unacceptable. Josh, the 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 ruling here is that <clears throat> EMS workers uh, should be tested. The nursing homes believe they should be tested because they're contracted to transport uh, residents to, like Susan said, routine hospital visits, uh, doctors visits. But the uh, ambulance services say no, no, no. And they're refusing even free tests at the nursing homes. Yeah, I I, I don't, I can't wrap my head around uh, this. Um, the, I mean, this is literally like a zombie virus inside of a nursing home. Uh, right you know, on. I mean, it really is. You, I mean, there are other places you could walk into and say, well, you know, even if you gave it, you know, uh, you know, a high school or for example, you know, even if it's spread around in a high school, maybe everybody would be fine in a nursing home almost nobody's going to be fine you know uh, I, I don't and why we tested nba players every day we're testing nfl yeah. players every day we can't right. run a swab on, a, on an ambulance driver I, I don't understand i mean i do i know it's money all right i know that's what they're doing yeah, they're do it. it's money uh but at a point man you, you've seen the devastation at these nursing homes we gotta come yeah. on now well the alabama department of public health has said that they fall under the guidelines of CMS that says mm -hmm. they have to be tested because these EMS companies have contracts with nursing homes to provide transportation. It's not about an emergency. It's about picking somebody up who maybe is in a wheelchair and taking them to a doctor's because appointment. Because under the guidelines in that situation when they're talking about uh, taking somebody to a doctor or whatever, they fall under uh is same as as, as a staff staff facility staff Facil that's where i was looking for they fall under the category of facility staff so the facility staff all of the nurses and the doctors they have to be tested these guys should be tested too yeah absolutely and that's the way the law the the, the only testing be. for cms i mean for ems drivers and personnel is that they check their temperature uh and they look for symptoms before they take their shit, start their shit. How many people we got are asymptomatic walking around, people? <laughs> I, I just, Wake I, I up! Don't, I mean, the common sense of this is so off the wall. I don't understand how, it, it's so easy. I don't I don't understand what they're doing. Well, I mean, what are you doing? Well, and the reason is- They're in their pocketbooks, that's what they're doing. I believe the reason is because if they go to a nursing home for a routine visit, routine transport, and they get the 15 minute test, by the way, it's free from the nursing home, and they test positive, well, they're gonna to have to go into quarantine. And then the ambulance company loses personnel. And they lose personnel, they can't make the calls. If they can't make the calls, they can't make money. And that's where we're at, I that's, think. That's my opinion. Man, that's, that's some pretty well, sad stuff right there, buddy. Some of these nursing homes have been told that in so many terms. Well, hey, and, and also the, there's a nursing ahead, home in Lincoln County right now that's got 58 patients that have COVID. Yeah. Well, the American Ambulance Association 
sent me a fiery email telling me how wrong I was and what a dumb bunny I might be and complaining, complaining, complaining. And I said, yeah, I guess. But I told him, send me a comment. You know, you, you got to talk to me. Uh, but anyway, they, they've been on Facebook calling me all kinds of like a crazy person. Never happened to me before. In all these years in journalism, never, <laughs> never had that happen. It's made such an impact on your day. I don't know either. That's uh, how you always know as a journalist. That's when you know you've hit a nerve because they won't comment, they won't come on the record with you, but they will go everywhere else and scream fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you that that you know there's just no good news coming out of this COVID nineteen situation. Okay. People can talk about we've rounded the corner. We've fallen off the cliff, there's more like it. In Alabama, this week we passed more dead than on 9-11. More people have died in the state of Alabama than died on 9-11, and there is no outrage, you know. And the no country outrage. itself is testing positive at record rates again, back rates that are higher than when they were in the spring. Wake up. Well, Josh, we're, we're reporting more hospitalizations and more cases than ever uh, since August, and uh, we're doing less testing. Fewer tests are being made, taken. Yeah, well, we, we do less testing and we roll back all the restrictions and everything else. And I, listen, I, I understand Kay Ivey's point, uh, you know, that she made earlier in the week and she extended the mask order. Uh, but, you know, and she said, at some point, you people are gonna have to do it on your own, you know? And I understand the frustration that she has. I mean, you walk around and you see morons with their mask below their nose and, you know, everything else. And it's just, you know, this is this is a much more dangerous time right now uh, yeah. than, than we had ever before because on top of what's going on with the COVID and and it flaming back up, you also have the regular flu that's uh, that's packing yeah. hospitals. Uh, so you you yeah. know, uh, look, take it take it for granted at your own risk. Yeah. Well, we got a a, a very nice email from a, a viewer who took exception to some of our our points on masks and said, well, how do you enforce it? And it it's impossible to enforce, but <clears throat> the business owners are in favor of these mask ordinances because it at least gives them a reason to say, put on your mask, you know? So anyway, all right, we're gonna leave it right there. You're watching the V, the voice of Alabama politics. You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. No, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. A lot can change in five years. Except those smile lines you treated with Bellafill. Because that's about how long Bellafill will keep them smooth and filled. Five years. Now you can always look your best without all those injections, appointments, and costs. Bellafill is the only dermal filler that stimulates and maintains collagen growth long-term. Now time is on your side. What are you doing today, babe? I thought I'd head down the lake with the guys, do a little fishing. Of course, none of us will be wearing our seat belts. I'll lose control of the truck, wrap it around a tree and kill us all. Okay. Drive safe, Alabama. 
A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. What's up, Alabama? It's Bo Jackson. Do I really need to say it? Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You know, it was very uh, gratifying this week to see that ASU President Quentin Ross was honored for his leadership. Uh, Quentin Ross has done a fabulous job over at ASU. Alabama State University had taken uh, some hits and some a lot of criticism before oh, yeah. uh, yeah. President Ross was installed. But Josh, we've all known uh, Quentin Ross as a man of honor and great leadership for many, many years. And you covered this story. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know, the, Quentin got a, a, um, uh, a an award uh, from Black Teachers Association for uh, you know for his leadership at ASU, uh, and, and a lot of it had to do with his focus on uh, serving underserved students uh, there, which is which is what ASU is known for historically. It, it serves uh, you know the, the a population that is you know typically low income, high poverty. Uh, and, get, and has given so many families in this state an opportunity for a higher education and a better life. Uh, and, and Quentin there, man, it, it's, it's nice to see, and I'm biased because, you know, I, I, I was pushing, you know, Quentin when the, well, for twice, pushing twice for president uh, because yeah. I felt like he, he loved the university, first of all. Uh, and, and he's a good guy, so, uh, you know, yeah. maybe one a, uh, and in addition to that, he has such good relationships, uh, in the business community around the state with lawmakers on both sides of the aisle, everybody yeah. likes Quentin Ross, uh, you know, and, yeah. and I felt like he was exactly what they needed. And of course, as usual, I was right. Uh, <laughs> Hey, I was going to say you were right. Listen, this one this one was an easy, Jesus. easy call. It really was to me. You were was, right. You, know, you were right. You were absolutely I, right. I, I don't I know. I hate saying I, that, Josh. I, I tend to sometimes wonder about people who are so certain about their certainty. You know? Because I, I can assure you. Don't get it started. Listen, I, oh, God. I, Pretty I, much I'm uncertain only about one everything. Thing right, and this is it. Okay, so I'm, I'm, doing the, I'm spiking the football. Okay, yeah, uh, right, I I'm do. This one. So uh, I'm no, no, about Quentin is great. All right, and, and he's done. He Look at what's he happened to is. this. The negative uh, headlines uh, have stopped. He is. Uh, the, the their their financials are back in order. Uh, the, the enrollment is going up again. The way they handled the pandemic should be an example yeah. to a lot of much yeah. larger universities. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. it's been. I mean, he's, the leadership that he showed has been has been really really good, and I'm just happy that I was for once right, and so I I like to say it a lot. <laughs> well, and I, I, I you were right. You were right a lot actually. Uh, but I, I still I have this whole thing about certainty now because I'm, I'm people have been so certain about so many things that have turned out to be absolutely wrong. But they're still certain that they're right in the face of all evidence. Yeah. You know, but that's... Uh, can, you, can you think of anybody in particular that you're talking about? That's just human nature, you know? I, I think, but some of us 
are uncertain about everything. You know, it, I, I wake up in the morning, I'm certain started. that the coffee is going to be a certain way, and lo and behold, it changes. Anyway. Yeah, you end up at Walmart buying another one. Yeah, we end up at Walmart buying another <laughs> coffee maker. <laughs> okay, so the voters approved uh, Amendment 4, which was to remove the racist language from the state constitution. Oh, God, this is going to be fun. It not... was a, it's a great idea. I think uh, that removing the racist language is ethically right. Mm -hmm. I think once they remove the other parts of the yeah. Constitution, we'll uh, not be as happy if as we If you think thought. they're going in there with a scalpel and just removing those little words in there, uh-uh, honey, they're coming with a machete. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be okay if they just set the whole thing on fire, honestly, and let's just start over. That's true. Uh, That's true. That's true. You know, if... Well, with this bunch... Yeah, well, I trust this that's what, that. no. if we could if we could leave it up to just the you know the the, the highly educated folks that they're they're going to put in charge of doing the you know the scalpel removal part here, uh, I think would be okay. <laughs> it's, it's, what's going to happen to it after after we get into the state house? That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, it is, and we should be worried about that because they have not given us any reason to trust them. You know, I mean. I love the fact that all my Republican friends are against big government and don't trust government, but yet this thing passed, it, 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 it's, which says we trust this government to rewrite large portions of the Constitution. Do you remember, this coming session, apparently their plan is to do everything by Zoom. So Alabamians won't really have access to see what they're actually doing to our constitution. I think we'll have access because I mean, you know, the pandemic is supposed to be over with as of today. So, um, yeah. <laughs> from your lips to God's ear, right? Right. Yeah. As soon as the election uh, is over, I heard that that thing was going to be done. So, well, <laughs> oh gosh, well, and the certainty of that is certain, but Again, I remain skeptical of all certainty. <laughs> I understand. I accept that two, two plus two equals four unless you live in an alternative universe. Uh, <clears throat> I think we would be remiss without congratulating uh, uh, Coach Tommy Tuberville, who, who will be soon <coughs> sworn in as U.S. Senator Tuberville, while we have had uh, certainly taken exception to Mr. Tuberville's campaign and lack of candor. Uh, the voters have spoken, and he is going to be the junior senator from Alabama. Good uh, luck. Barry Moore. Yeah. Touchdown. Uh, Barry Moore will be going to Congress. He's first-term congressman from Alabama, and so is Jerry Carl uh, from down, down south. And we wish them all the luck in the world in their endeavors in Washington, D.C. One thing we know about Washington, D.C. is you don't change Washington, Washington changes you. But. <laughs> Gosh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, Think yeah. about it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and Doug Jones ran a good race. Uh, just the overwhelming uh, belief in the Republican Party versus the Democratic Party. Straight ticket voting. Uh, that straight ticket voting. Literally, I think Doug Jones is a good example of there's literally nothing that a Democrat could have done in this cycle. Uh, to have won a, a statewide race, um, you know, yeah. and that it, we'll see if, if uh, that can be changed in the future. But Doug was a great senator, uh, the best probably in my lifetime uh, in, in D.C. Wow. Um, and so, you know, 
uh, I, I appreciate what he did and the race that he ran and how good he was to everybody uh, in this state, uh, even those who opposed him. He, he always listened yeah. to them and, and took into what they had to say. And it's, it's, it, was a, it was nice to see. Well, we want to congratulate all the winners. And for those losers, those who lost, you know, try again. It's never too late. All right. Well, you've been watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them. <laughs>